Hi, friend. Hey, how's it going? It's good. It's good. We are together. In person for the first time since, I think, like, February? Was it February? I think so, because we recorded, this is how you lose, uh, this is how you win the time war, whatever it was. That was together. I forgot about that. Yeah, me too, until we just talked about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was, like, thinking to myself earlier when I was getting ready to come here, I was like, oh my god, I have not seen Alicia in person. Since last week. (laughs) Yeah, but before then. Before that, yeah. I know, I was telling my mom, I was like, I haven't seen Francesca in so long. And then I was like, thought about it. I was like, well, I guess I just saw her last week, but that doesn't count. (laughs) It was not planned. Yeah, it was very much unplanned, but it was still fun. It was productive too. You know, got some Christmas presents out of it. Exactly. And it broke up my work day, so. Mm -hmm. This is a Bookaholics Anonymous. I'm Francesca. I'm Alicia. And this is our last episode of a book for the year yes yeah Yeah, it is because next is a wrap-up baby which we are fun fact filming the same day yeah it's a back-to-back recording day proud of us we're really putting in the work yeah by the time we get to the uh wrap-up we'll we're We're gonna be drunk yeah like actually (laughs) drunk like i know people have commented on us saying like oh we're so drunk no we're actually gonna be like two bottles of wine deep by that point at least that's gonna be fun right now we're drinking the francis ford coppola Merlot. It's good. I mean, I'm not a red girl, as some of you may know. I'm a white kind of gal. Neither am I. Like, this is really the only red I drink. I like their reds because they're not, like, harsh. Yeah, that's why I don't like them. They're, like, a little more... Bitter. Yeah. Love a good Riesling. Oh, yeah, tell me about it. I have a Riesling. It's one of the whites that I have, so it's more dry, though. It's a dry Mm. Riesling. Love that. Well, so we were going to talk about this before, and then I was like, no, let's talk about this on the podcast. Did you get Goodreads email about, like, their 2021 picks of like oh, each genre. Yes. How do we feel about the fact that Malibu Rising won Best Historical Fiction? Uh, um, I don't love that. No. Choice. What were the other choices? I remember there were other choices that I was like, oh, I kind of like those better. I just was, saw that and I was like, that's, you consider like the 80s historical <laughs> or like the 60s or 70s or whatever? Like, don't tell my parents that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like a hundred if it's been a hundred years then it's historical you know what i mean yeah like, but 80 years is historical yeah but they consider like um world war ii books that's historical fiction yeah but like these this is like right mm, no this is too it's too it's too close it's too soon <laughs> that's like telling me like the rolling stones are like hist- a historical band classic rock oh that's so it's i saw that and i was like that's not that's not it that's False. not the choice I did think, I mean, I get it, and I'm not, I, I get why they put it in that, like, category, but, but I think it should just gone in fiction. fiction. Yeah. But. Yeah. Mm, no. I was just, like, so put off by that. I was like, okay, now am I going to trust any of your choices? <laughs> well, they're they're not their choices. It's what everyone votes. Yeah, so now am I going to trust anything Goodreads produces to me, tells me? Probably not. No. Well, um, do you know who won the fantasy category? No. Of A court of... Silver Flame by Sarah J. Moss. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, the Final Girl Support Group won hor- Best Horror. Which I voted for it, cool. even though I didn't read it. You made it sound so good. It was so good. I yeah. almost read it, actually, even though you covered it. I was like, this you book sounds so good. I always, I, I always think anyone that listens to these episodes should still read the books, because it's like watching the movie. The books are always better. Right. Like, and, and we, you know, even though we tell ourselves we don't have a time limit, you know, there's only so long we each other, like, either of us can listen yeah. to, like, the other talk. So we don't include everything. Yeah. No, there, we 
We say we don't have a time limit, but our my ADHD kicks in and... Francesca's time limit is about two seconds. Yeah, before I'm picking up my phone and doing two <laughs> things at once. But like, there's only so much we can take of each other. Literally, yeah. When we did, um, what was it? The Hidden Valley? Yeah, you were like, oh my god, is this almost over? It was literally a three hour record day. I was yeah. like, I gotta tap out. Yeah, you were like, this is not it, sis. But it's one of our best performing episodes. Yeah, we actually looked at, or Francesca looked at the stats. I don't look at the stats because it I gives get, me anxiety. I get curious to see like what people prefer to hear. Right. Like what. It's what so random. Like, it's such a random collection. It's not like, because we. You guys are no help. No, we can't look at like the top performing episodes and be like, okay, it looks like everyone really prefers this genre. They are so random. It's so, it's so eclectic. It's, it's so strange. It's so weird. You guys. Really like to challenge us. <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. Get started. Should we get into it? Yes. So this week I'm doing The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. And tell the readers how you found it. So this book was um, a Ray Lowe, a Ray and Han Solo, or Han Solo, Kylo, um, Kylo Ren uh, fan fiction on Wattpad. However, I did not read it on Wattpad. I don't. I love Star Wars, but I, I'm not into the the whole uh, Star Wars fan fiction thing as many people are. Um, and Re like Ray and Kylo were not like my that, like I didn't really ship them. Mm -hmm. Really, like that was it. Like I didn't really see that coming. Yeah, I didn't get that vibe from them. But you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was a Wattpad. It did really well apparently, and then uh, someone picked it up. I don't know the publisher because I left the book at upstate and everyone was talking about it on tiktok and i had to read it yeah because everyone was talking about it and they made it sound really good so i was like all right bet i'll i'll read this freaking book so <laughs> we <laughs> we start off with the book in the prologue and it's as olive is having a breakdown about whether she's good enough for her phd program she stumbles into like the first bathroom she sees, which just so happens to be some random guy's lab bathroom. And random guy asks like what she's doing in the, in his lab bathroom because it's like it's kind of weird to go into someone else's lab bathroom and not just use like the public one. Yeah. And Olive quickly says like, and he, she's like breaking down and he's like, why are you crying? And she's like, I'm not crying. My contacts are expired. And like, they're just irritating my eyes. Love that. <laughs> Love that blatant lie. And of course, random guy doesn't believe it. He doesn't buy it. And they get to talking about grad school and, and she tells him about how she's nervous and that she's not good enough. And they, you know, kind of, he kind of helps her like talk it out. And Olive mistakes him for a grad student and like starts asking him about like, oh, when, when do you graduate? Like, what year are you? And then, then she's like, oh, never mind. Like, you're not really supposed to ask that because everyone has their own timeline, blah, blah, blah. And they have like a small heart to heart about grad school. And then Olive leaves without getting his name. Of course, who do we think this is? Kylo Ren. It's Kylo Ren, but his name is Adam in this book, which um, fun fact, it took me 140 pages to realize why his name is Adam. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why? Oh, Adam Driver. Okay. I'm literally sitting on the subway reading this book. This is a very quick read for anyone who wants to read it. And I get to 100, like, I'm on page 140, which is like a middle of a chapter. And I, it hits me that it's Adam because Adam Driver. And I literally shut the book and went like this. I, I put my hands over my mouth in shock. I'm like, 
<laughs> it took me a second too, so it's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So we then go on to chapter one, which is two, almost three years later. It's like two and like nine months or something, or ten months. It's it's almost three years later, and Olive is in a predicament. You see, her friend and roommate, Anne. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's A N H, Anne, right? Yeah, on Anne. On. You're asking the dyslexic. Right. So Anne has a cute, a huge crush on Olive's ex and won't believe her when she says that she's completely over him. Olive never really was like super into him. They kind of just like were seeing each other. They weren't ever serious. They broke up. It's no big deal. So since she doesn't believe her. So to remedy this, Olive had told Anne that she was out on a date that night to, to further prove how over she is like over she is with this guy mm-hmm. however olive isn't on a date she's at the lab working on her models so this right so this would mean of course Anne would wander her way there of course because this is a rom-com yeah and is walking down the hallway headed right toward her while she's supposed to be on this date supposedly so to remedy the situation, Olive finds the closest male in the hallway, grabs him, and starts making out with him. That is... That's the only solution we have, that right? That is non-consensual. That is an assault. She does ask him. She goes, can I kiss you? And then he kind of grunts and she kisses him. I'm like, that doesn't really... I don't think that counts that as like so confirmation. I would just confront her and be like, uh... Yeah. He's in the bathroom. I would do that. That makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> She starts making out with him, and it isn't until she opens her eyes and finds that it's Dr. Adam Carlson, the biggest prick in the bio department. Doctor. Doctor. You've changed my image. <laughs> you love a man with money. Yeah. So, yeah. And so once they, like, break apart, she, he, like, asks, he's like, why did you do that? Like, I, I don't, what? And then she's like, I didn't kiss you. And he's like... Yes, you did. Like, you clearly kissed me. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, I asked... He's like, you didn't ask me. And she's like, yes, I did. I asked you. And he's like, but I never said yes. And then she's like, that's up for dis- debate. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to go back to my office to file my Title IX report. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just explained consent. Yep. They, like, end up coming to agreement where he's not going to file his Title IX report. And they go on their way. And then later on, she comes back to his office and explains, like, the whole situation about how Anne really likes her friend or her ex-boyfriend and, like, really wants to ask him out. But she's like, doesn't want to because she doesn't want to, like, you know, girl code or whatever. And doesn't believe Olive when Olive's like, you know, I'm over him. And so she, like, so Dr. Carlson, Adam, proposes, why don't we just fake date each other? That's generous, given that you haven't only spoken like 10 words to this girl exactly exactly yeah so (laughs) so olive is like i mean i'm down but like what's in this for you because like i'm reaping all the reward here Uh, yeah to which i agree i was like yeah what is it don't question it is my my thought okay (laughs) And so Adam is like, well, the department has been withholding funds from me because um, they think I'm a flight risk. They think I'm going to switch schools and go to Harvard 
because Harvard has kind of been like schools have been recruiting him. Mm-hmm. They're in Stanford, by the way, okay. which makes this a little more unbelievable for me because Stanford is uh, Ivy League. It's yeah. like up there with Harvard and Yale. Yeah, why so, wouldn't you just stay? So I can't believe that they wouldn't have, um, like, they wouldn't have the, like this kind of fund, like have like, so much funding and whatever. Like, I don't yeah. know why you would leave. So. He's been, like, recruited by, like, so many different schools, and he's working on a paper, like, on a research, like, paper or whatever. He's working on research with a guy from Harvard. And so Stanford has been threatening to, like, pull his funds because he's a flight risk. So if he and Olive date, that's going to prove he's not going to leave. Like, it, it proves that he has more permanency mm-hmm. at Stanford. Which, like, okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess, but, like... Isn't she about to graduate? Like, you two could leave together. Mm. She's, like, still, like, pretty, like, in the midst of, like, okay. grad school. Like, she still, I think, has, like, two more years to go. Okay. So, so yeah. So, they agree. And, like, what? Are, like they come up with some rules, of course, as you always do when you have a fake dating yeah. um, contract. You know, no sex is one of them. Don't fall in love with me is another. Of course, you know. <laughs> And so, yeah, they agree and they start fake dating. Additionally, at this point, Olive is trying to reach out to different um, facilities, like different um, schools, to find another lab to work in because her advisor is retiring this year. Mm-hmm. And Stanford, like, they don't have the funding. Like, she has, there's, like, no funding for her, apparently, to continue with, like, this project that she well, wants to do. That's a... I really don't believe this because it's a Stanford... <laughs> Yeah, it's literally Stanford. You would think that they'd have other professors that can be her advisor. Right. Like, that just doesn't compute. Right. Also, if, is he, like, a teacher? Who? Adam? Yeah. Yeah, he's a professor. Yeah, so isn't that, like, a content? He's not course? her advisor. He's a yeah. complete. He's a completely different advisor. He doesn't even look at her thesis. Yeah, but are they in the same department? Like, it's... it's I don't you know, could I be feel in the... like there would be weirdness, even if, like, they're... So, it, from what it sounds like, is, like, Olive is more into, like, clinical trials and whatnot, and Adam is more into, um, like, like, the math kind of side, you know, mm. models and stuff. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, I feel like she's a student at the school and he's a professor at the school, like, that has to have some sort of conflict of interest there. I th- well, I mean, I wouldn't personally be dating anyone, like, any professor, because that's, yeah. like, kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. But needless to say, they go on with it, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course they do. Or else there would be no book, right? Exactly. So Olive is trying to reach out to different schools to get someone to take her on to do this research that she's doing on... Um, I think pancreatic, yeah, pancreatic cancer. Mm -hmm. So she's like reaching out to all these different schools to get someone to take her on. So that's happening like in the background as they're making this deal. So they start, well, and also I should mention everyone hates him. Like everyone hates Adam because he is an asshole and like is known. Kind of an asshole. I don't know. I didn't see those movies. So surmising that he is. Yeah. So he is, um, he's like, He's known for failing people really close to their graduation. What like failing shit? like failing their thesis because he doesn't think it's good enough. What a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Ew. Fucking I'm surprised he hasn't gotten like shit mailed to him. Like actual <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah, so like when they agree to this, 
Olive has to like remember that her all her friends like hate him basically. Mm-hmm. Like they all cannot stand this guy. Her one friend Malcolm especially was like um a- Adam was on his like thesis panel, mm-hmm. his thesis advisor panel, and Adam was the one who failed his thesis and made him have to like re- almost restart it and added an extra year onto his grad school. I just are you getting paid to fail these kids? So they have to pay for another year? Like, what is, what is the reason? What is the reason? So they decide that they're going to meet on Wednesdays in, like, the campus Starbucks to, like, have a date every Wednesday. That's, like, their date night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> date day. Because I think it's, like, at 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> and he always pays for her because she's broke. Which okay. Well, you, you're a doctor. You're a fucking professor. You right. You spend an extra $5 on her frappuccino. On her frappuccino. So, going for like, the next chapter, Olive finds out that this guy she had emailed, Tom, from Harvard, had looked at her proposal for this project, this um, research, like, model and stuff that she's doing, and is interested, and he's flying into Stanford, to go to Stanford the next week, and wants to, like, talk to her about her research and whatnot, and so this is potential that he might allow her to come to his lab and work on her stuff there. At Harvard. At Harvard. Yeah, across the United States. Yes. So she'd have to transfer to Harvard. No, she, I don't think she'd have to transfer. She explained it in the book. I'm not a science major. Um, I majored in journalism and English. Francesca majored in English. So <laughs> what do we know about science? Yeah. But it just like seems like quite the trip. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I imagine you have to be in the lab like frequently. Yeah, I don't think you have to transfer. I think you can, you're can. you like basically a visiting scholar mm-hmm. or a visiting like researcher, mm-hmm. and you're just using their la- like lab. I don't know. I don't think she has to transfer. Basically, that's what it sounded like. She didn't have to transfer. She would just be like taking a year to do like her models and research there, mm-hmm. and then she'd come back for her last year to finish like her thesis and whatnot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Tom's... His name is Tom. He's coming in. It's, like, great. And she's still going on with, you know, Adam. <laughs> so while the... In between, like, the week that Tom comes and the email he sends her saying he's going to come, things, like, are, are, like, going okay with the fake dating front. Mm-hmm. But her friend Anne, like, keeps making her do things with Adam that are so weird. Like, they have to go... They have to, like... They, she like, I don't know. It's like holding hands. She's like, well, why aren't you gonna like hug him? Like, aren't you gonna like hold his hand? And I'm like, I hate people like that. I know. And I'm like, who does this? I'm like, I don't think I have a single friend who would be like, aren't you gonna like hold hands with your boyfriend? I would do that to you, but like because I know it makes you uncomfortable. (laughs) Okay, asshole. (laughs) Fuck you, Tyler. I'm gonna gonna sit. I'm gonna probably be sitting on this couch and be like, what? You don't give him a hug. Like, I'm going to be that mom, but I would never, like, I would do it once as, like, a joke the first time I meet them, and then a, the joke is dead. Right. No, the she keeps, funny she, like, literally keeps doing it, and it's so. Yeah, no, that's weird. It's so weird. Um, it's so, it's fucking so bizarre. So, Tom eventually comes into town, and we find out that Tom and Adam are, like, really good friends. Like, right. they, they were friends in, like, undergrad, I believe, is, like, when they met undergrad or grad, grad school, mm-hmm. I think it was actually. And so they're like best buds. And we find out 
Adam is actually working with Tom on that project I yeah, talked that's about. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, so they've, they're working on a project together. And so, you know, they, they incidentally, like, meet before they're supposed to have their, like, professional meeting. Mm-hmm. And... It's, like, a little awkward because Tom is, like, oh, like, you're not going to introduce me to your girlfriend? Like, you didn't even tell me you had a girlfriend. And then he's, like, oh, like, maybe I'll see you around at Adam's house because I'm, like, staying there this weekend. And she's, like, oh, because she's, like, that was, like, one of the rules is they didn't hang out, like, outside of, like, campus. Yeah. So, yeah, that made it interesting. Um, They go to... I believe Tom is, like, he, like, speaks at the university and Mm -hmm. they go to his, like his like speech or whatever his like um yeah. yeah his event i'm trying to think of like the word his presentation okay yeah and this is when Anne is like aren't you like she's there's like no more seats left of course mm-hmm. there's no more seats left and so Anne is like just sit in his lap in a professional setting that makes me so uncomfortable and uh- Anne needs to be soft <laughs> i think Anne is actually the villain in this book not like the tension between the two of them are like the will they won't they? No, Anne is the villain of this book. It was like... Yeah. And we are not in 8th grade anymore. It was weird to me because like... It would be one thing if it was like a private setting, like at a party or something. But like this is a professional presentation. I would say it as a joke. I wouldn't mean it. I'd look to you and be like, hey. You sit in his in lap. lap. Right, but exactly. That, I would be like, go sit in his lap. <laughs> like the death stare. <laughs> like what? I Anne. know. It's, get a grip. Not everyone is obsessed with getting a husband. It was like, I don't, like, that part really was, like, one of the parts that I was like, this is just, what? Like This a, is so Wattpad. Like, yeah, I was like, this, in a professional setting, I, I would die. Me. I would rather yeah. die. I would rather die. Yeah, so they, they go to his presentation. It's, like, fine or whatever. Tom had ended up telling Olive, like, hey, you know, I want to see more about this research that you've done. Send me, like a summary of everything you've done and by like Sunday or whatever. So mm-hmm. she does that, whatever. I know I'm like kind of skipping over the romance, but it's like kind of straightforward for what you would expect from a, a like fake dating trope. Like yeah. they start like kind of getting into each other. They do have a fight like, a little bit earlier on than this because he failed her like classmate. Like mm-hmm. he failed his like thesis or something and he gets all irritated and blames Olive for it. And so Olive takes out her frustration on Adam. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't know why you're like, she she basically is giving him shit about failing this guy. And I'm like, why are you, I just don't get it. Like, it's his job to like, look at people's thesis. Like, you can't just like ask him, hey, can you not fail people? Because that's hard on me socially. Like, (laughs) what? Okay, but that is also something I would (laughs) (laughs) For Jessica. I went up to, so I was in Philly last weekend. Yes. And one of my friends, shout out Kenny, my homie, my bestie, um, works at a makeup counter. I'm not going to dox him. Dox him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it's like a very nice mm. uh, makeup counter. Yeah. So my other friend uh, that I was seeing, and I walked up to his counter, and I immediately was like, so what can you give us for free? <laughs> and my, the friend that I was with was like, Francesca! And I was like, oh my god, it's a joke. Relax. But is it? No, it was a joke. It's a joke unless you can actually get me something for free. It's a joke unless you can fulfill it. But yeah, that's... We're learning a lot about me today. It's like the mean girls, like Amy Poehler, when she's like, do you guys want any, like, alcohol? um, She's like, do you want any... 
um, snacks, a condom. Ugh, you keep me young. <laughs> yes, exactly. So. If you're going to drink, I'd rather you do it in the house. Yeah, exactly. It's literally like that vibe. Exactly. So, yeah. The, the pr- romance proceeds how you think it would proceed. Yeah. You know, like they meet every Wednesday. They get to know each other. Um, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, Olive like realizes he's not as much of an asshole as everyone thinks he is. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's got a soft side to him. Of course. So they later on like end up going to a uh, like department um, picnic. That's what, okay. it's, that's what it is. I had to think about it. <laughs> I was like, not a faculty picnic. It's yeah. a department picnic, a department like cookout. So they go to this cookout and th- yet again, they end up late. They don't get any food barely because it's all gone because they end up there like so late because they like took a wrong turn and blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, and they had like a moment. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh. No, um, Olive is going with her friends. So they like show up late because they like took a wrong turn and then the car broke down or something like that. I think what ended up happening. There were obstacles to them getting to this event. Yeah, yes. exactly. And so they get there finally. There's like no food, but they're playing, of course, disc golf. They're playing what? Disc golf. Have you ever heard of it? Disc golf? Yeah, you've never heard of disc golf. No. Let me tell you, all you listeners out there, if you don't know what disc golf is, it's golf but with frisbees. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And so there's, (laughs) there's literally like, it's like a, it's like a cage almost. It's like, it's literally like a pole, and then there's like a huge like cage thing that you have to try to get your frisbee into. It's golf but with frisbees. Look it up. Okay. Like, everyone look it up right yeah. now. Um, that's really weird. Yeah. See, like, in, mi- in high school and middle-, middle school, they had us doing this. They had us playing Can Jam in middle school. Oh, I did that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really weird, because it's supposed to be a drinking game. So, like, why are you making middle schoolers play a drinking game? Like, I don't know. Is it really? I never yeah. played it. I've never played never a drinking played game, a drinking, game with... But that's what my sister told me, unless Catherine was wrong, which wouldn't be surprising. I mean, it might have started... Never admit it. It might have started out as a drinking game, but, like, it definitely, by the time we were in, like, mm-hmm. high school, middle school, it was not. And I was never good at it. I never got in in the slot. Oh, me either. Yeah, The no. coordination wasn't there for me. I was, I was one of those people that was just like, you're, you're good with doing this, right? Like, you do the work. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would just stand to the side because I, I know where my place is, and it is not in athletics. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, they show up to this faculty cookout, and... I can't remember who it is, but one of them, Oliver Adam, needs like uh, sunscreen. But of course, and I'm imagining it's Adam because Adam Driver is quite pale. I think it is Adam. Like now that you're ghostly. Now that you're yeah. saying that. Oh, also, Olive is from Canada in this book. Oh, a little Canadian representation. Never hurt anyone. Yeah, and in the beginning, they like make mention. They make a mention of this a couple times, but they make mention of this. Because she says something about, oh, you and you're Americans and you're Thanksgiving, but Canadians also have Thanksgiving. <laughs> and this author, I don't think she's Canadian. I think she's from Europe, funny enough. I don't know. Don't quote me on this. But Canadians do have Thanksgiving too. Like, <laughs> it's just a month early. Anyways, so of course, I think Adam needs sunscreen. And of course, Anne is like, Olive can put sunscreen on you. And so Olive has to rub sunscreen all over his chest and back. Oh, and The poor thing. I know. Eat my shorts. <laughs> the theme of this book is that Anne makes them do some things that I'm like, why? This book is Anne is a terrible friend. Anne is just like, I don't I mean, like granted, she doesn't know this is like a fake relationship, but I'm like, why are you obsessed? Like, why are you, are you so, so obsessed, obsessed with, with me? me? Literally. <laughs> 
I'm like, this is... No, the, the theme of this book is Anne actually never matured past 13 years old. Anne is a, a very low shipper. <laughs> oh my god, yes. So, yeah, Anne is whatever. So, I know I'm like glancing over a lot of stuff in this book, but honestly, you don't really need to know them to know the plot of the book. <laughs> it's romance. It's it's a fan fiction, let's be honest. Let's be Do honest. You really need to know every detail. And don't get me wrong, I enjoyed reading this book. I read it in like a day and a half. Because fan fiction books are enjoyable to read. They are. But you're not reading it for the literature. No. Let's be honest. Right. So we, we it's fast... It's not going to win a Pulitzer. Exactly. So we've, <laughs> we fast forward a little bit. Um... Adam goes to Harvard to work with Tom on his project or whatever and comes back and obviously Olive missed him. Of course. Of course. Who wouldn't miss Adam Driver? I I would because... Good soup. Ew. No. <laughs> he's... No. Yeah, no. he's not my cup of he's tea, not my... he seems really funny. He seems like... I know. I, I, I want to like see him in... Um, a lot of fun at a party. He's in House of Gucci. I kind of want to see him in that. I have no desire. You will not get me, you will not get me to pay for that movie. Is that because it's really long? No, um, I just have absolutely no desire to see that movie, um, and I feel like everyone's accents are just going to be so comically bad. That makes it better. Yeah, you just can't get me to pay $15 for a movie ticket to something that I know I'm not going <laughs> That's to valid. That's valid. So, we fast forward a little bit, and there's this, like, um, conference. There's a conference that they are all going to, of course, and Olive gets picked to be on a panel for pancreatic cancer for her, like her research and stuff, her, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, her research that she's doing. And she's like really nervous cause she has to pre- present in front of like all these people. And she's just like a grad PhD student. And she just, and Adam is in the front row and she just looks at him. No. Oh no. She, the first, bad boy PhD. For, no, no, listen, this, it's, this is where it gets better. So she has to go to this, this conference and she's really nervous cause she has to present and she doesn't like talking in front of people. Like that's, she does not do very well. That's why she's going like, more like that's why she's you know a researcher she's not a public speaker so she tells adam hey i got selected for this i'm like really nervous and but also like my friends all already got rooms with like their significant others and stuff and so now i don't have a room and i can't afford to get a room by myself and airbnbs are all booked up for that weekend unless i want to get something that's like two hours out so of course what does adam offer it's a one It's n- it's not quite one bed. It's one room. They have to share a room. Oh, but there are two beds. That's bullshit. So if they are gonna do the trope. Do it right. Come on. No, she makes mention of it. She's like like in the book. It's very much mentioned. Like I was like, I hope there's not one bed. There's always one bed when this happens. Like yeah. blah blah blah. So Adam offers. He's like, you can just stay in my room. Like I'll get a I'll get a room for t- like with two beds and like you won't have to pay like i'll pay for it don't worry about it i know well he's a doctor he can afford it (laughs) (laughs) he's tenured (laughs) so they go to this conference and they check into the room and thank god there's two beds olive doesn't have to worry about it and she starts asking like like adam like when his like what his like plans for the day are and she tells him like oh this is when my um my panel is Mm -hmm. and she's like i'm hoping not a lot of people come because it's the same time as the keynote speaker and that's when she finds out that adam is the keynote speaker so he can't even come to her panel and she was like she wanted him to come because she's nervous and he makes her like not as nervous you know Mm -hmm. and so 
he's like, you know, I'm sure you're going to be fine. Like, it'll be okay. I'm really sorry. I can't go. Blah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So she goes to the panel. She speaks. And Tom is there. Mm-hmm. And after the panel, she's feeling, like, pretty good about herself. She's like, I think that really went really well. She felt competent. And Tom comes up here and goes, no, you did absolute garbage. Right. So she feels competent. And it's like, you know, I feel like a lot of girls can relate to that. Mm-hmm. And Tom comes up to her and starts, like, making sexual advances. Oh, uh-huh mm-hmm. and mm-hmm, yeah and he's like i know why you're you're with adam it's because you're trying to sleep your way to the top and uh, no ma'am yeah mm-hmm. no no sir yeah and he starts saying all this stuff and he's like you know if you want to get anywhere you'll sleep with me because i'm gonna give you a, <laughs> i'm gonna give you a place in my lab and you're nothing this research you're doing is elementary and like the only reason you got this spot on this panel is because you're banging adam and all this really nasty, gross... And Adam is right behind him no. with his lightsaber. No. Just <laughs> I wish. Him. No, I wish. Yeah, so she says all this nasty stuff. And so Olive is, like, very shook by this and, like, very upset about this, obviously, because she already has these thoughts, like, secretly mm-hmm. about herself as most women... Not most, but, like, as, you know, a young person mm-hmm. would have if they're in a space where they feel incompetent. That imposter syndrome is really kicking in. It really does. It really does. So she goes back to the room. She ends up telling her, her friends she's not going to go out because she's been so, like, demoralized by this interaction with yeah. Tom. And she goes back to the room, and Adam, like, in, like notices. He's like, something's wrong. Like, what's up? And she's like, no, it's nothing. Like, it's fine. Like, don't worry about it. And he's like, did someone, like, say something to you? And, and she's like, yeah, like, someone like, came up to me after, like, after the the panel and basically like insinuated that I only got this spot because I'm like sleeping with you and he's like who was it like you need to tell me we need to report this to the, like the um like the head of the conference yeah. and, and whatever and she's like no like don't like I don't want to like you know ruffle, ruffle each f- other, and yeah. then but she's also like I'm not gonna tell him because that's his like best friend yeah and like this will fuck up a lot of things for Adam because like if she tells Adam, then his whole project with Tom is fucked. Like he's not yeah. gonna do this project with Tom once he finds out. Yeah. And or maybe he won't even believe her. Like that's yeah. a thought in her head too. She's like, he's not gonna believe me. He's known Tom for years. He's known me for two seconds. Yeah. So she like is just like, no, it's fine. Like just leave it alone. Like it's whatever. And, and he's mm-hmm. like, well, that person's wrong. Like they're they don't know what they're talking about. You got chosen to be on this panel because you're a good scientist, mm-hmm. and the research you're doing is really incredible. And of course, they end up going out that night together and getting dinner at a sushi place, like a really sketch sushi place, <laughs> and um, you know, have a great night. And then they end up back in the hotel room, and of course, they bang. Of course. Of course. She bang. Right, exactly. I'm getting a little fuzzy about the end of this book. Oh my god, bitch! I know. It's funny because I feel like I remember like the middle parts way better than I remember the end of the book. So they end up like, I think Adam leaves from Stanford to go to Harvard uh-huh. to work on this project with Tom. And she ends up going back to Stanford and, like, tells all her friends about how this was a fake relationship, but she, like, really loves him now, of course, and tells them all about the things that Tom has said to her and, like, this this dilemma. Yeah. Also, meanwhile, I know that I'm kind of jumping around here, but this is a Wattpad book. (laughs) (laughs) Melka, it turns out, so Adam has another best friend who they've been, they've been best friends since they were, like, kids, kids. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Okay. Adam has a friend who he's been friends with for like yeah, ever. Right. And it's basically um 
um, what's his name? Luke Skywalker? It's, no, it's not Luke Skywalker. <laughs> it's, uh, fuck, D- uh, Damien, uh, not, da- um, pa- what's his name? There's, um, the Stormtrooper. It's Poe. Oh, Poe. Yeah. It's not the Stormtrooper. It's the other, like, the fighter. Oh, the oh. jet fighter. Oh. Oh, fuck. Um, Oscar Isaac's character. Yes, it's Oscar yeah. Isaac's character. I can't remember what his name is right now because... Wait, then who's Tom? Who's Tom? It's... I don't know. I have no clue who Tom is. Maybe okay. it's Darth Vader. I don't fucking know. Darth <laughs> Vader would be his grandfather, so no. <laughs> I don't know. So... R2-D2. Right. Malcolm... <laughs> Poe is Malcolm. Malcolm is, um... Poe. Yeah. Or not Poe, but Oscar Isaac, yeah. No, no, no. No, no Malcolm Poe. is, um, what's his name? Who played the Stormtrooper. Oh, fuck. His name, uh, hold on, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. Finn? Finn, yes. And Oscar Isaac is Poe. We're yes, stupid. okay, okay. I thought it was Poe, but I was like, no, that seems wrong for some reason. Yeah, so Malcolm is Finn. And Poe is this guy that is Adam's friends with that I can't remember his name right now, but he's another professor at Stanford. Mm-hmm. Malcolm and this professor friend, Adam's best friend, best best friend, they're hooking up. Of course, because that's what they all, like all of the shippers wanted. Mm-hmm. They wanted Finn and Poe to be together. Yeah. So <laughs> Ellie Hazelwood made everyone's dreams come true. <laughs> so she goes back to Stanford and like tells everyone like, oh, this relationship was like fake. And Anna's like, well, then why did you make, let me like make you do all those things with him? And I'm like, Anne, you were the one who was like, forcing it. yeah, you girlfriend, come on, grow some perspective. So if I remember correctly, I read this book probably a month ago. So things get hazy after that <laughs> long. Olive flies out to Harvard because she finds out she had kept her recording on while Tom was threatening her because she recorded the panel. Yeah. Like the vote on voice notes. And so she caught Tom saying all of this. So she flies out to Harvard. Queen shit. Queen shit. And and flies out to Harvard, gets to Adam while she's with Tom and is and plays the voice note. And Adam hears it and goes off. Oh. He pulls out his lightsaber and (laughs) stabs him. He goes off. He's furious. He refuses to work with Tom anymore. He goes up to like the board, to like the dean and stuff, and he's like, This is, you need to deal with this. He needs to be fired. Like, this cannot be acceptable. And basically, all basically gets Tom fired on the spot almost. Iconic behavior. Iconic. And then they end up flying back to get, like, they find, they end up flying back to Stanford. Olive is on a different flight than his for some reason. Mm -hmm. He's with his friend. The professor guy that yeah. I'm sorry I cannot remember po. his name right now. Poe, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll just call, call we'll now. just call him Professor Poe right now. <laughs> <laughs> so he flies with back with Professor Poe, and um, because he has like other stuff to still deal with, I think is why they take different flights because he still got to deal with this whole thing with Tom and breaking up the mm-hmm. the re- research partnership that they had. Mm-hmm. So when he gets back, he meets up with Olive, and even though they kind of like went their separate ways because they had a time limit on this like arrangement which was when his funds would be released Mm -hmm. and they did end up getting released it's coming back to me now that more than i'm talking about it (laughs) his funds did get released so olive and adam like say i guess that's the end of our arrangement so that's why they go separate ways it's all coming back to me now folks (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, Celine Dion. <laughs> and so that's like why they went on separate ways. And that's why Olive admitted to like, this was fake the whole time, but I fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. So when they both get back to Stanford, they get back, they get together, of course. And that's how like the book ends. Of course they did. Of course. And we also find out during like this all that Adam remembered her from when she came in to in the beginning. He remembered her and ever since then has been like crushing on her, which I found kind of creepy, but that's a little weird. Cause I'm like, why were you crushing on a girl that you didn't make any moves on? Yeah. That's a little weird. It's a little weird. And she's also a student at your university, but I digress. That's questionable behavior. But that's, that's, that's the love hypothesis. I give it, I think four stars because I really enjoyed it, even though it's a little bit problematic. (laughs) And, wow. you, and you can't blame me for that. That is quite the story. Yeah, I knew you would have lots to say about this because, wow. Yeah. It's a it's very unrealistic. Like, this would never happen. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, this would absolutely never happen. They, as soon as another student found out that a teacher and a student were dating, regardless of the department, the, the school would have intervened. There's no way. Especially Stanford. They would have quashed this so fast before it got to the media. Forget about it. Forget no. forget about enough, it. They had enough to deal with after What's-His-Face. Oh, Brock Turner? Yes. Yes. So true. I, I choose not to use his name. I call him What's-His-Face. No, you know, we'll use his name because he needs to know the consequences of his actions. Yeah. Or that I'm going to bring him up every time. <laughs> I think he's in, like, textbooks now. He like, should be. Piece, being a piece, piece of, of shit. Piece of shit. Right. As he should be. As he should be. But, yeah. Um, so do we think... I wonder when this fan fiction was written. Mm-hmm. Do you think this was... No, this had to be post. post after. Yeah. I was wondering, I'm like, what if they, what if they canonically were on this campus at the same time as <laughs> this was all happening? <laughs> Who's, who decide do you think they'd take? <laughs> I, w- I choose to, to think that they would take Chanel's side because that's what I want to believe, but I don't know. Like, who can, who can who say? Who can say? But, but yeah... Um, uh, it, it's a kind of a PR nightmare, in my opinion. Yeah. It's kind of a PR exactly. title nine. That's why I'm saying, like, this never, that's the only, re- that's, like, the only reason this would happen, is that it's, like, a PR nightmare for any university. Yeah. Yeah. They could not be seen together, like, in a relationship. I believe, like, the dean or, or, like, the head of the department, like, finds out, or, like, knows that they're together, and she's like, oh, yeah, right on. And I'm like, what? Man? <laughs> Do your job. Like I know he's not her advisor, and she—he's not on his, her like thesis um, panel. But it's but still like it's, it's still, still inappropriate because mm-hmm. there's like a power dynamic there. Exactly. He could still be like, "Well, I know your professor." Right. Like exactly, I can, exactly. Yeah. Like there's a there's a power imbalance in that. that yeah. Possible. So so there's that happening, and then Anne being like so like, "Oh, you should sit on your pushy wishy." It's weird. I'm like, what? We're in grad school. Yeah. Sis, sis is not it. It's but it. even when it's with its flaws, I still enjoyed it. And I still read it all in like a day and a half. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely like with fan fiction, you have to like suspend your disbelief. Exactly. Of, like, kind of exactly. Let go of like your preconceived notions about consent. And exactly. I enjoyed it and I would read it again. So I love that for you. Thank you. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Bookaholics Pod. You can find me on Twitter at French Toastics with an X and on Instagram at Francesca Hope. And where can they find you? You can find me on Goodreads, Alicia Reads 13, or on Storygraph, just Alicia Reads. And we'll see you for the next one. Bye!